This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. And when they washed her, they laid her in an upper room. She came across a crazy obstacle, sickness and then death. But they hear that Peter's nearby, so they sent for him. Verse 39 says, So Peter rose and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. You see, she had served the widows. Isn't that grace? She, she showed these women who were mourning the loss of their husbands, you know, by making these, these, these you know, shawls and blankets and quilts and stuff like that, and really being ready to serve in the little that she could do. Such a beautiful story of this lady. Verse 40 says, Peter put them all outside, and he knelt down and prayed, and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up, and he gave her his hand and raised her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. I'm not saying that if you serve God, you will never die. And if you die, I'll come pray for you and you'll sit up and I'll hold your hand and I'll walk you out. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, if I die, please don't pray for me to come back. I'll punch you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me be with Jesus. This is what I say. This is what I mean. When you serve God, even death cannot hold you down, man. Sickness cannot hold you down. Financial crisis cannot hold you down. No matter what's happening in the world, that cannot hold you down. When you get ready to serve your king, when you say, God, I am ready to serve you, obstacles will come your way, but you will overcome them because of Jesus who is in you. Like we sang this morning, nothing can separate you from his love. And, and even if it comes to a point of death, God is able to raise a person up from the dead. How crazy is that? God is able to raise people up from the dead. Sometimes we, 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 we idolize our family too much. We idolize our money too much. We idolize our job too much. When God says, put all that aside, keep me first. Be ready to serve me. No matter the cost, be ready to serve me. Verse 28, let's bring this home. I am the more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. I'm eager to send him, man, because you know what? I'll rejoice, you'll rejoice, I'll be less anxious. Verse 29, so receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men. I'm telling you, there's honor. When you serve God, God will honor you. God will serve you. This is not like a, you know, you do this and God will do this kind of a thing. Don't serve God because you want to be honored, but serve God in humility. And the Bible says that those who, who humble themselves, God would raise them up. God will lift them up. You cannot go from, you know, washing feet to being a king you know, in the same second, but spend time washing feet until God lifts you up to a place of honor. And if it doesn't happen in this life, be happy with it because there's a day when you stand before him and he will crown you with many crowns based on what you did. Verse 30, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. This is how I want to close this, okay? The Philippian church loved Paul and wanted to serve him, but the church couldn't come, had to send Aphrodite. Paul loved the church, but he couldn't come, he had to send Timothy. There are so many things that God wants us to do as a church, and I cannot do it all. I need Timothy. I need Aphrodite. In this church, I want to, this, this, this past two weeks, God's really been laying on my heart to pour into the youth. At heart, I'm still a youth pastor. God wants to pour into the youth, and I want to see the next generation standing up in boldness, knowing who Jesus is, and knowing that he's forgiven their sins and that he loves them. I want to pour into the children, because... On, on, on many Sundays over here, there are at least 20 different children, 20 kids over here, 20 to 22 kids over here. We have obstacles in the way. We don't have space for children's ministry. We don't have leaders for children's ministry. But I believe that there will be obstacles when we say yes, when we say we're ready to serve, and God will take care of those obstacles. And this morning, I want you to examine your own sign, your own billboard, and ask yourself, are you ready to serve? And also, 
That's for believers, right? There are some of you that have not given your life to Jesus. And you cannot serve until you've surrendered your life to Jesus. I want to tell you a quick illustration and we'll pray and we'll close. On my road trip to Washington, D.C. and back on my motorcycle, I was riding through New Mexico, beautiful place. And um, I, I'm so glad I got to see this country on, on the seat of a motorcycle. It was beautiful. And, um, and I was in such a hurry to get to Arizona that day from New Mexico all the way to Arizona. So I'm trying to make time. So I gassed up and I was ready to go. And typically after I've gassed up, I can ride for two hours straight and, and then stop for the next gas station. But about 20 minutes into my ride, please pay attention because I think this is important. 20 minutes into my ride, I see a billboard in New Mexico. It says, stop, you know, you know get off the next exit if you want to get, you know, gifts for your family. I was like, ignore it. Saw another billboard. Make this ride the most memorable one and get something to remember it by. Next one. Route 66, you know, uh, you know stickers and postcards and everything available at the next exit. And I'm not joking. As I kept riding, I saw nearly 20 to 30 billboards, one after another, one after another, talking about get off this exit. Now, I wanted to make time for the evening service in Arizona, which I had to go. Like, man, that's a long ride. And I was like, I want to make time. I want to get over here. But those billboards... It got me. I was like, I actually need to get something for my kids. But like, I want Route 66 stickers. And I was like, hmm, maybe even a coffee mug Route 66 would be good. So guess what? It's 20 minutes into my ride. Even though I want to make time, I had gas. I had already, you know, drunk water and everything. I pull into this exit because I saw all these billboards. I, I thought it was going to be this huge, like, market, you know, Saturday market where there's, like, different people making handcrafted stuff. Guys, I'm not joking. There was one lousy gas station. <laughs> and it only had two pumps. It wasn't even like this massive Chevron, right? It had two pumps in it. I'm, I'm not joking. I pulled over and I was like, I exited for this, those billboards. I hate those billboards. I was like, those billboards were so deceiving. So I said, you know what? I'm here. Might as well, you know, go hit the restroom and drink some water. And I got off and I unplugged all my stuff and, you know, helmet and everything. It's such a, so much work. Uh, I opened the door and my jaw literally dropped. This was no ordinary gas station, man. This shop was huge. It looked so unassuming on the outside. They had everything in there that the billboard advertised. I'd never seen a stuffed rattlesnake. I saw one over there. I saw so many like Western stuff over there. I was like, this is awesome. You know how long I spent in that shop? Two hours. Two hours. I spent two hours in that shop buying stuff over there. I was like, this will be good for my father-in-law. This will be good for my mother-in-law. This will be good for my kids. That will be good for my wife. That will be good for my friends. I was like, man, two hours over there. And I stood over there and I was watching people come in. And you know what I saw on their face? Amazement. Surprise. You know why? Because they saw all those billboards and, so, and, and there was this conviction of like, I should pull over. These billboards are really speaking to me. I should pull over. And then they were like, oh, such a letdown. And then they opened the door and they're like, oh my gosh. And they're walking on their bank staff and they're doing things and they're talking to people. And, and, and I, after two hours, I got to share the gospel with two people over there, which is beautiful. And, and I got on the motorcycle again and I started riding and I said, Lord, you need to speak to me about this because there's something very beautiful happening with this, with this whole picture. And as I began to ride, I saw billboards again. But only this time, the billboards were just blank. There was just a blank billboard. And I felt a heaviness in my heart. And as I kept going, I saw another blank billboard. And another one, another one, and about 20 to 30 or just blank billboards. And I'm not joking. There was this weight in my heart. And I, and I said, that's the gospel, isn't it? Everybody has purpose. But there are many who are just blank billboards that have nothing on them. 
And I said, Lord, please encourage me. This is, this is too heavy for me to handle. This is too heavy for me to bear because I see these billboards, but I'm not going to pull off into an exit and go to a, at a gas station when I just see blank billboards. And then I saw a sign. <laughs> Miles later, I saw another gray billboard. But this one, it had a sticker all the way across. It said, call for advertising. And there was this peace that rested on me because it reminded me of this verse in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. It says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Call to me and I will answer you. Sitting in this place are many of you that are just blank billboards. God didn't create you to be a blank billboard. Your billboard is supposed to point people to the grace and mercy of Jesus. But if you yourself have not called on him, if you yourself have not experienced that, there's nothing that you're going to be pointing people to. In fact, you're going to live a life of depression and anxiety and suicidal tendencies like never before. There's purpose and meaning in life only in Jesus Christ. And I do not know this morning if your billboard, before it says, ready to serve, if your billboard says, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. If your billboard says, I'm forgiven. If your billboard says, I'm loved. If your billboard says, I'm called. If your billboard says, I have a purpose in this life. If your billboard says, I have a terrible past, but... Jesus has given me purpose. And you know what? When you have to be a billboard, you have to withstand the storm. The snow, the hail, the sun, the wind, the rain. And the only way that you can stand is if pasted on your life is purpose and meaning that you're able to point people to the cross where Jesus died. Would you please stand? We'll pray and we'll close. So this morning, as you examine the sign on your heart if it says out of service service temporarily disconnected go on a quick bathroom break be back in five it's time for you to come back it's time for you to come back the world needs you the world needs you God puts you on this earth because you fit a specific call that God has created you for the world needs you the church might act like it has no need for you but this world needs you and that's why Jesus created you and saved you and revealed his son to you you might be going through a terrible 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 tough time you might be depressed about how you're going to get through this Christmas season and Thanksgiving season but the kingdom of God has a place for you hey those of you sitting in the living room you might be feel you might be feeling ignored just like how when you come to church you're ignored over there you might be feeling ignored in your own home or those of you sitting at home you might be feeling ignored in your own home and because you're ignored at home you feel like God ignores you too but that's not the case each and every one of you God knows you he knows your thoughts he knows your giftings he knows your talents and he knows your abilities he knows your failures too and he says will you say God I'm ready to serve I'm ready Lord I'm ready I'm willing to change the sign that says out of service to Lord, wherever you point me, I will go. Wherever you point me, I will go. If I have to make a fool of myself, I will. If I don't have the talents to do what you're calling me to do, I will trust you and I will go. I will open my mouth hoping that you will fill it. I will open my bank account hoping that you will multiply it. I'll pick up the task that's ahead of me. Do none go with me. I will follow. I will serve you. There's not a message to build this church. There's not a message to fill the seats in this church. There's a message to fill the kingdom of God with repented sinners who come to Jesus. And God wants to use each and every one of you. Maybe what God's calling you to is something that no one's ever done before. Don't be frightened. In fact, 
I believe that only in the church you find pioneers like that who step out in faith and do something that the world will be amazed at. Like Levi said earlier, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And let your sound mind begin as you change that sign that says, out of service, to I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to serve. And those of you that don't have a relationship with Jesus, I want you to call to him. And the Bible says he will answer. And let him paint on your billboard, on your life, his purpose and his call. Let him paint on your life the love that he has for you. Let him paint on your life the affections that he has for you. It's true. It's true that he loves you. It's true that he sings songs over you. It's true that he misses intimacy with you and friendship with you. So Father, I come to you in the name of your son, Jesus, who died and who rose again and who's not left us as orphans but has given us the Holy Spirit. And because of that, O oh Lord, no matter our failures, no matter our insecurities, no matter our past, no matter how long we've been standing as just a blank billboard, you are able to write your plans on our hearts. And even this week, O oh Lord, as we surrender, I pray that we would be a faithful billboard to the grace of God. Teach us to be listening and humble and patient especially in the season remind us that our battle is not against people but it's against principalities and powers and works of darkness let's walk with such humility and grace that even without us trying revival breaks out wherever we go in the name of Jesus I pray for those who are sick at home my king let that not be an obstacle that hinders them from being used for your grace I pray for those that are depressed because of just life crisis. Let it not be an obstacle from being used, but use it, O oh Lord. What it, use what the enemy meant for evil, for your glory and your good, as you bring healing in their life. I pray for those who have been faithfully serving you, who are struggling. I pray that you provide for them, O oh my King. Provide for them, O oh Lord. Because you're a God who serves those who serve you. You're no man's debtor. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Go be a billboard for the grace of God. Join us this Sunday at the Living Church Boise. Service and address can be found on our website, www.thelivingchurchboise.com. Visit our website for service time and address. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store.